Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table where we try to have interesting conversations with people who are doing a variety of things in the world of entrepreneurship. My idea behind this show is that if you listen to enough smart and successful people who have gone for it, then you're going to find nuggets, ideas, theories, and tips that are going to help you navigate your own entrepreneurial journey. Whether you're a business leader, a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, or even if you have a job working for someone else, but you've just got that entrepreneurial spirit where you want to do it your own way and find that path to success. So before we get started today, I have to thank one of the sponsors of today's episodes, And many of you out there, you offer physical products to your fans and your customers. But dealing with the physical stuff and shipping it, God, that can be a pain. And it steals your precious time. But my friends at Amplifier, they blend order fulfillment, screen printing, and on-demand production into a single self-service platform that you totally control. They can even integrate with your e-commerce shop and help drive your giveaway campaigns. They are great for large internet powerhouses, as well as entrepreneurs who are just starting out. And on demand, on demand means no inventory risk. But as you grow, you can stock up on inventory, and Amplifier can handle all of that for you as well. Go to amplifier.com slash cool things and sign up today. Hey, speaking of today, you guys hungry? Because today you're going to get hungry because we're going to talk to the founder of Elite Sweets. Now, they've got like this healthy donut thing going on now, but they're going to expand to a lot of other stuff, and I want to hear all about it. And a few weeks back, I met Amin Bahari, and he is the founder. I think he's doing this with his family and some other people, but he's got a great story. And who doesn't love a good donut? And what if it was actually healthy? So, Amin, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. So why don't you tell us all what is your company? First of all, you're, you're a really young guy, so you're you're kind of fresh out of school doing this. But uh, but what is your company? And then we'll talk about how you became an entrepreneur. So my company is Elite Sweets. Uh, we provide baked gluten-free protein donuts. Uh, essentially, we're your healthier alternative to traditional donuts. Um, it was something we did start out of school. Um, a lot of people like to call it a school project that turned to a business, but um, it was actually intentional the entire time. We did want to make it a full on business. It was just one of those things we knew uh, we were about to graduate. We were finishing up our last semester in school and it was just, man, we, we always wanted to be entrepreneur. We always wanted to work for ourselves. So um, it was something a lot of people didn't take serious at first, but uh, we always knew the end goal with this. So you recently graduated and you launched this. When you say we, who's all involved with the company? So, <clears throat> Back when I was in school, I was uh, working with the UT football team. And during my time there, um, I was kind of always exposed to the high protein cookies, brownies, et cetera. It was just, um, I mean, it's football, you know what I mean? We're surrounded by all these high protein snacks. And um, it was something I was always interested in. And I was talking to a couple of the players on the team and we kind of, we hit it off and we, we all had the same goal, the same vision in mind. 
So I actually started it two, uh, two of my co-founders played at the University of Texas, Tim Cole and Caleb Blewett, and then uh, my twin brother. So the four of us, we started this company together. Nice. And, and how come you picked a donut and not a cookie or a brownie? <laughs> so um, we were always surrounded by the high protein cookies and brownies and donuts was is one of our favorite sweets. So um, not only did we work together, but we were actually neighbors as well. So in the evenings, we were always hanging out and we lived right next to a donut shop. So oftentimes we found ourselves eating donuts. And um, <laughs> as we all know, donuts aren't the ideal meal on at. Uh, the ideal food on an athlete's meal plan. So. They're about as bad as you can get, aren't they? It's all the wrong type of carbs and lots of sugar and no value of, of nutrition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know it, man. So that's kind of how it started. We were always eating donuts. And um, one day we thought to ourselves, like, man, like, what if this was healthier protein pack, like the, the brownies and cookies we get in football? And um, so we just kind of did a little bit of market research on protein donuts and we realized there was nowhere we could find one or buy one. The only thing, if you search protein donut, I mean, there's very few companies. It's mostly just recipes. And so we were like, oh, man, like, why, why is this? A, why, why can't we find a protein donut anywhere? <laughs> and so we kind of just got started in our apartment kitchen. And that's really, that's really how it happened. We just wanted to debut with a unique product, something you couldn't find anywhere. So, so you said you kind of always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Is that what you went to college for? What did you study while you were at UT? So originally, um, I, I went to school for sport management and business. Um, that's kind of why I was working with the UT football team. I really actually wanted to get into coaching. Mm. So that's, uh, that's why I was working with the UT football team. And then um, af- after the season, uh, we actually we lost our head coach. And so there was a lot of turnover in the staff. And um, that kind of opened my eyes to the, uh, the realities of coaching one. It's, it's not, it's not easy. I've, uh, I've lived in Austin 27 years and I couldn't even tell you how many head coaches university of Texas has had in 27 years, like seven. And actually, uh, I want to say two or three. I know Mac Brown was there well, for Mac quite Brown a while. was there for a long time, but, but there've mm-hmm. been, there've been a couple of packets where there've been fast turnovers. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's just the reality across the board. Um, Coaching isn't the most stable position. You're always having to uh, pack up and leave. And so that's something I was thinking about long term. I was like, man, first off, it's hard to get there just to get to the top. And then when you're there, it can be over so quickly. So um, seeing the turnover and uh, the staff kind of opened my eyes to is this something that I really wanted to do and how long was it going to take me to be successful? And um, so I was I was kind of weighing my options towards the end of the semester. And of course, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but for people, it's always about timing and can I do this now? Um, Will I be able to take this risk? And um, for me, we just kind of, after assessing things, I figured there's no better time in my life than to do it while I'm young. So really, that's really how it happened. So how long ago did you start? When did you graduate? When did this all begin as a full-time venture? So we started about a year and a half ago um, in April 2017. I graduated in May 2017, so literally the month before. And um, for me, it became full-time uh, in July, so just a couple of months ago, actually. We, uh, we received funding, and from there, I was able to take this full-time for me. 
So now that you've been doing this, you know, full time for several months, but but a year behind that, what do you love about the life of an entrepreneur? You said, hey, I wanted to do it. Everybody, especially in your age group, everybody, you know, that's what the, the dream is, right? It's like, ooh, do my own thing. But yeah. now that you've been doing it, what do you really like about it? What makes you say I made the right, <clears throat> taking this risk was the right choice? Um, I would say just the passion I wake up with every day. Uh, I know for some people, they dread going to work or it can be tough. Um but I think for me, it's just something I'm passionate about. I really enjoy. Uh, I love helping others. And uh, it just, I mean, when you when you have a vision that you're proud of, there's nothing you want more than to achieve it. And I love the flexibility of the schedule. I don't, uh, I don't have to be done at five. I don't have to uh, start right at nine. So uh, I think that's, that's the beauty of being entrepreneurs. You, uh, your, schedule, your schedule is very flexible and as long as you get your jobs done, I mean. Yeah, what's the old joke? It's an entrepreneur. You get to choose which 18 hours a day you want to work. Exactly. <laughs> and don't think the other hours are for sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so so you've been doing this for a while, and, and you said, you know, having that passion. Do you think that, like, to be successful – as an entrepreneur, you've really got to have that passion. There's so many people I've seen, you know, I'm a lot older than you are, who've looked around and said, oh, there's like a market opportunity. I'm going to go start that type of business versus someone who's really passionate about what they're doing and says, I'm going to follow my dream. Do you think that the passion gives you a leg up over somebody who just, you know, runs a spreadsheet and says, oh, I'm going to go do that? Oh, absolutely. I just think there's a little bit uh, more motivation behind it. Uh, being in the health and fitness industry, I think it, it, it's awesome. I mean, a lot of people, as you know, if, if it's something you're committed to, it becomes a lifestyle. So a lot of people, they go about their normal routines, but when you truly enjoy it, it's a lifestyle and it's something you don't mind waking up and doing every day. For me personally, I, uh, I actually, back when I was in high school, I was at my heaviest. I at one, at one point weighed 320 pounds I'm now down to down to about 210, but uh, this so for me it was a kind of a personal thing. The whole health and fitness venture is something I had to take very seriously, and to uh, be able to give back and see other people change their lives, even through something as minimal as donuts, um, it, it really keeps me going and motivated every day. So what advice do you have then for somebody who, you know, maybe, maybe they're young, maybe they're in college or, or maybe they're, maybe they're a little more seasoned, but they're thinking, I want to go follow my dream. I want to do what Amin is doing. What advice would you have for somebody who's going to launch out and, you know, maybe start some sort of a, you know, a consumer product or, or a food item or, or something like that? What advice would you have for them? Um, I would definitely say that you have to obviously be able to assess your risks and uh, see if it's something that you can do right now. I know a lot of people straight out of college uh, may have college loans, this, that, the other, and you got to find a way to make your um, payments and be able to pay the bills. Um, but there's other ways around it. I mean, uh, for some people, it starts off as a side hustle and then becomes a full-time gig uh, like it did for me. Um, and during that time, you just got to find a way to make ends meet until you can get things going. And um, I think a lot of people, we all have this vision in mind. Oh, when I get X amount of dollars or I have X amount of time, I want to start this business. But the reality is there's never going to, you're never going to have enough money <laughs> and you're never going to have enough time. So it's one of those things you, you you'll know, you'll know it, but um, you just got to be willing to take that risk. 
So it's it's interesting because I had this grand plan more than a decade ago that I was going to uh-huh. save up this big pool of money and then I was going to go launch my own business doing speaking and training. And uh, I was about maybe a third of the way or a quarter of the way to the number. I thought if I had $100,000 in a special bank account, then my burn rate would be good for a couple of years because I, I would earn some money on top of that. And I got laid off when I had about $25,000 in that account. So I was still a couple of years from jumping in full time. And yet there were no jobs when I got laid off. This was nine and a half years ago in the recession. And so I, I didn't, didn't, it wasn't the right time and I didn't have enough money, but there were no jobs. So I jumped in and I was passionate about what I was doing. And nine and a half years later, you know, it hasn't been easy and, you know, I still struggle, but it's been the right thing to do. And I often think if I had waited till I had the money, would I have had the guts to take the jump? So sometimes I think you just have to go for it. Oh, and I completely agree. And that's awesome, by the way. It's like once you get that 100000 or whatever your amount is, it's like, man, it took me so long to get this. Do I really want to risk it right now or should I play, play things safe? So it's kind of one of those things you just really you have to be willing to dive into and um, be willing to take the risk. I, going back to your question, I'd say any advice uh, for young entrepreneurs. I mean, you just have to stay lean. I would say pr- um, just prove point of concept initially and stay as lean as possible until it's uh, it's time to spend the money and until you, you get funding. So you started the business, not just yourself, but with three partners. So what are mm-hmm. the pluses and minuses of doing that? Uh, I think the pluses is definitely um, you have other people to complement your skill set. Uh, obviously, we can't do it all. We don't know every single thing. So I think it definitely helps to have people complement you and to do the things you can't do. And um, it definitely also is it's awesome to have people to bounce ideas off of and uh, to work with, uh, just being a, a team atmosphere to me is a lot better than, uh, being working individually. And some of the cons, I would say, um, I mean, just like you will with your brother, you're not always going to get along at every single moment. We're always going to have difference of opinions, but I think that's where the value comes in is being able to hear other people's, um, perspective and be able to move forward from that. So uh, did your brother graduate at the same time that you did? So actually, he he was the only one who didn't graduate. He he left school early because he saw this opportunity and he knew school would always be there. So for him, he wanted to take that risk and he left school a little bit early to start Spear, the venture. Spearheaded, spearheaded the venture. So what's it like working with your twin brother? I mean, you never get a break from the guy since you were in the womb. Man, you said it right. I never get a break from him. So it, it it can be fun, but it's like, man, I can't ever get away from the guy. I live with him, lived with him forever, went to school with him. We have the same friends. So uh, we're pretty much attached at the hip, man. <laughs> well, it's, it sounds like you like him. So that's at least, you know, at least most days. Well, yeah, most times. I'm never lonely. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I've been studying this stuff for a long time and I've interviewed, this is like my 407th episode of this, of this podcast. I've done well over 350 interview shows. And one of the things I've found is that when people start a business, they themselves and their investors and other people around them who kind of help improve their concept and early on clients, everybody thinks, oh my gosh, I mean, you've got so much potential. But then you fast forward four, five, six, ten 10 years later, most businesses don't make it that far. 
How mm-hmm. come some entrepreneurs are able to get farther across that gap between potential, which everybody's got when they start, and actually results? How come some people get farther? Um, I would say it's obviously going to be some of the uh, decisions you make along the way. Um, but I would say mostly, um, I would say a solid business plan and uh, having each, each step along the way planned out. Um, for us, that's actually something we're working on is kind of the roadmap for the next couple of years, because I think to have, let's be real, everything's um, subject to change and nothing's going to be solidified. But I think to have a solid plan and to continue to follow it and uh, build a team, I think the most important thing is having a team. A lot of people um, may not see the value in having a great team and uh, making great hires along the way. But I think that's definitely something that differentiates a lot of businesses is uh, having people who are like-minded and have the same vision because it's hard. Let's be real. It's hard to find good work and people who are just as passionate as you. So I think building a great team and having a solid plan and roadmap for the next couple of years, I think that's going to be the biggest difference. That's awesome. Hey, I mean, I've got a couple more questions for you before I can let you go. But first, I've got to thank the other sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing real cool people like Amin Bahari. Hey, if you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things. And check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So, I mean, I call the show Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. What's mm. the coolest things you're doing with Elite Suites right now? The coolest things we're doing? Um, I would say just for us, one of the coolest things for me, um, I would say going back to the very beginning, we kind of we, we set these expectations of things we want to do as execs and um head of a business and for me traveling is one of the coolest things i'm gonna be honest with you um i didn't do a lot of traveling growing up that's one of the things i wanted to do and working with the football team was my first time i got to go um from city to city for the games and i was like man this is a cool experience flying private with the team and all this and now um just being having having the opportunity to go out and travel and meet new people and really what started in Austin really is starting to spread across the world so or the U.S. So I would say that's probably one of the coolest things is to really just see your business grow and to see the reach and impact you can really have across uh, the nation. So how right now, how do people get the donuts? How Like if somebody wants a great, delicious, gluten-free protein <laughs> donut, mm-hmm. do you have to live in Austin? How do you get them? So um, right now, we do sell locally in Austin to our retailers. So all of our retailers are Austin based currently. And then um, we do ship anywhere in Texas. So in order to get our donuts, you do have to live in Texas, but we are opening up a shipping nationwide and we're hoping uh, by the start of the new year. So um, hopefully we'll be open to everyone. And then we do plan to expand on our retailers outside of Austin. Um, it's just right now we're reformulating our product in order to extend the shelf life to ship nationwide. So that's, it's coming soon. <laughs> and and how do people find it if they are in Texas or if they listen to this starting in 2019 and they want to eat these donuts around the country? How do they how do they order them? Where do they go? 
So you check out our website, EliteDonut.com. Uh, it's pretty user-friendly, but essentially you just select what flavor you want, add to cart, and that's it. We ship out every Monday, and it should be a one-day shipping, 24 nice. hours. Nice. All right. I'm going to have to check myself out some Elite Donut. <laughs> so I ask everyone who comes on the show, and I can tell that you've studied this whole world of entrepreneurship. You're clearly an observer. And so I love to ask people, who do you observe out there where you think, wow, not just me and my business partners or my investors, but somebody who you look at from afar that you say, hey, that entrepreneur, they're doing cool things. Yeah, for me, um, I'm sure like most people growing up in this era, you have to admire Elon Musk. Uh, for me, I'm actually not a technical person. That's not my background at all. Um, I'm really not tech savvy. Uh, like I said, you have to have business partners that compliment you. So uh, that's really not my industry. But it's so funny because that's that's what I admire the most. I think it's just the the dedication behind it. And it's just it's amazing watching the top engineers in the world. So um, it's really funny that you asked that, but I would say Elon Musk, the innovation behind it and the forward thinking. I mean, for us, we're talking about a business plan, thinking three, four years ahead. This guy's thinking hundreds of years in advance. So I think <laughs> I just admire that, the passion. Yeah, definitely that forward thinking. Elon Musk, there's a lot of examples of it, but there's, there's a lot of examples of people who they are thinking long beyond just their reach in this. But, mm -hmm. but how do we make a business that's got sustainability? So that's always something, always something to be thinking about. And mm -hmm. then the other thing I ask everyone who comes on the show is, is what do you do to give back to the greater good? Because I think, you know, as entrepreneurs, we have a great opportunity to really have an impact beyond mm -hmm. that. And one of the things that I do is when I started my business, we started giving just couple percentage percentage points from the top line uh, to uh, two charities at two different children's hospitals that do research for kids born with cranial facial abnormalities. My daughter was born with a problem where she had to have her skull rebuilt. Uh, it was pretty serious at the time, but she's 16 now and she's fabulous. It's fine. But we knew we were fortunate. We wanted to find a way to give back. So we just tied a little bit of our business to that. And in fact, you can see the whole story about that on my TEDx talk that I did. If you go to tomsinger.com slash TEDx, uh, uh, the video talks about how we started this giving program. But because I'm so passionate about that, I love to ask other people, what is it that you do to give back? Or since you are kind of a brand new business, what, what do you want to do as the business grows? Yeah. Well, first off, that's incredible. I, I, that I wasn't aware of. But, um, for us, we um, – so like I mentioned previously, two of my co-founders played football at the University of Texas. Um, we do have an extensive network of professional athlete friends. And um, we actually – we have built our community through uh, what we call our elite athletes – so it makes up former collegiate athletes, professional athletes. So our plan in the future, um, you're all right. We are early stage startups. We haven't begun the program yet, but we do want to host elite camps in the players' respective hometowns or cities. Um, so the idea is to give back to the community uh, by hosting youth football camps and health and wellness uh, clinics. Um, it's essentially just an opportunity to give back to the community, um, work with the kids and kind of inspire them while they're young to, to leave, to lead the life that they want. Um, one of our whole uh, mottos behind this is to achieve elite. Um, so we want, we want everyone to aspire to be the best at whatever it is that they want to do in life, uh, whether athletically, academically in the entrepreneurial world. So, um, that's one thing we do want to do is host, uh, camps with our athletes. And for me personally, like I mentioned, um, 
I was extremely overweight when I was younger. I went through my whole weight loss journey. So um, my diabetes is something that runs in my family and something that um, uh, my mother has. So I, I'd love to give back to that, uh, to, to some organization in the future. Um, that's, that was kind of some of the inspiration when making the donut. Why we're um, naturally sweetened and low sugar. Uh, we decided to go, op- we opted to go gluten-free because celiacs was something one of my product developers had. So for us, we wanted to be a donut that was more inclusive of everyone. So I think to give back um, to that industry would be great. I think that's awesome. Well, go check out that TEDx talk. I, I, I'm I proud of the message. And I think especially because you're young and you're just starting out, it's called The Art of Giving Small. And it talks about how if you start, you start early and make it a habit, it's amazing how much it can grow into. So you can check that out at tomsinger.com slash TEDx. Hey, I mean, this has been a great interview. I think that, that you know, your story, especially because you're so young, but you're so passionate and so dedicated to what you're doing, I think it's the, the perfect message to bring to the audience here at Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Uh, if people need to get a hold of you, if they want to know more about you, they want to buy donuts, or mm-hmm. they have ideas for you, how, how can people find you? Um, you can visit us at EliteDonut.com. You can send, uh, send an email uh, to us, it goes to all the founders. So uh, it's the quickest way to get a response. But uh, just tag me in it. My name's Amin A M I N, and I'll definitely respond pretty quickly. Or you can check out uh, our social media handles and messages through there, and we'll get back to you pretty quickly. Well, Amin Bahari from Elite Sweets, uh, it has been a pleasure having you here on the show. Any last words of wisdom for the audience? Um. I would say just be be comfortable uh, being uncomfortable. So just uh, get out of your comfort zone and uh, follow your passion. I really appreciate you having me. It was a great episode. No, this was this was fantastic. I'm glad that our our paths crossed a couple weeks back. And to everybody who tuned in and listened, I say it every time: if it wasn't for the audience, we wouldn't have a show. I know most people find this show because a friend tells them about it. So if you have friends, tell them about cool things entrepreneurs do. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to TomSinger.com. That's T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R.com. Everything about uh, the programs that I do for companies and associations is there, uh, as well as more information about the podcast and other things I'm involved with. Uh, We're going to be back in a couple of days with an episode with somebody just as cool as Amin, And I know you're thinking, how in the world will you find anybody that cool? But I do it every time. But in the meantime, I'm going to challenge you. Go out there and try something new. And while you're at it, have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.